the bottom line in business. Voice America Business. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is uh, Keith Kelly and Jim Richmond. Uh, Keith uh, and Jim both work on a uh, program called Modify My Loan, uh, which helps people to uh, modify their loans and help them in very difficult uh, real estate uh, situations, what's going on in the mortgage market today. Uh, welcome to both of you. Well, thank, thank you, you very much, Jordan. Let's just start a little bit with both of your backgrounds. Maybe, Jim, let's start with you. Tell me a little bit about uh, your background and how you got into this uh, program. Uh, well, I've been a banker, real estate investor uh, most of my life. I'm a, a mere child at uh, 74 years old uh, next week. And, uh, about nine years ago, I thought I had retired. And my motorhome needed a uh, a transmission overhaul, and, uh, and uh, Mr. Thompson's uh, shop uh, was handy, and I went by, and he was sweating bullets, uh, saying he's losing his house because of some bad business decisions, and um, so I talked to his lender and saved his house and told a few realtor friends of mine uh, and uh, mortgage brokers that uh, that was interesting, and they said, well, Jim, nobody knows how to do this stuff. And, of course, nine years ago, it was pretty much unheard of. Uh, so uh, my banking background, uh, I've been a HUD commissioner, uh, mayor and city councilman over in beautiful downtown Burbank, uh, real estate investor. So, you know, you, I had bumped my head against enough walls over a period of time to know um, what works and doesn't work. And over these last nine years, um, you know, we've done thousands and thousands of uh, modifications. Great. And uh, Keith, well, tell us a little bit about your background. Sure, Jordan. I've been uh, on the retail end of mortgage banking for over 20, uh, 22 years now, and primarily just in uh, all A paper. Not, never really got into the subprime lending. As a matter of fact, I ran a division with a top 10 lender and would not even let my loan officers get into the subprime lending because, as we all know, things go in cycles. And we have seen cycles like we're going through right now, and I did remember those. And anytime you get somebody into a negative amortization situation, or an adjustable mortgage that really doesn't have protective caps on it, there's going to be a disaster. So after uh, seeing that for about two years, I was actually a, a radio host also, Jordan, in the Washington, D.C. area, and the callers kept phoning in saying, can you help me? I'm upside down on my mortgage, can't get out of a very high interest rate, and I had no solutions. For the past seven years, or seven months, I have been looking for a very good ethical modification company because it is the best solution to stop the foreclosures and help people save their homes. And after seven uh, months of countless hours of looking and talking to very, very poor companies out there, I finally found a, a great underwriting department with Jim Richmond as the lead. I already had my company, ModifyMyLoan.com, all set up for this, and we formed a fantastic partnership where they're going to handle all of the loan modifications, and we're going to educate the consumers that this is the way to save your home. Very good. Let's just start kind of setting the scene a little bit. Uh, either of you, kind of give me a sense of, of how bad is it out there in the real estate market and how many foreclosures are there and how many people are underwater in their homes these days? 
Well, let me. I think there's about eight thousand foreclosures a day currently, and you're going to see that increase substantially uh, as these uh, these miserable loans that uh, were written over these last few years, the option arms, are uh, uh, where it's a negative amortization, and the then the lender will only go to 115 percent of the previous loan. So as the loan balance increases each month, when it gets to about 115 percent of the original loan amount, they recast the loan, um, and they recast it, of course, at the new balance and at a higher interest rate, uh, you're going to see a flood of foreclosures. Uh, so one, is it bad? It's just awful. In terms of uh, number of homes that are, are underwater, uh, probably well over 10%. Um, and a lot of these people uh, are, are you know, in financial difficulty because the economy is in the tank. The interest rates are going up. Properties are depreciating. Uh, it's just a heck of a mess. Did you see this coming, Rich, uh, uh, Jim? Uh, Rich I, 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 I write for all of the trade publications, and I have been predicting this literally for almost four years, but heavily in the last three years. You know, you get uh, a, a situation where you have a borrower that um, uh, uses what's called a stated income, um, and and he may not even know he's involved in a situation where the mortgage broker is is literally giving him a an income he doesn't have to qualify for a loan he can't afford to buy a house he can't afford from somebody that uh, uh, is selling the house at a profit, then going on and buying a second house at at, at inflated values and. It just uh, uh, goes on up. Uh, so the the fifteen or percent or so terrible mortgages that were written uh, have an uh, effect uh, of multiplying four or five times. So uh, yes, I mean let's face it, you're making a loan to somebody that has poor credit, a hundred percent loan uh, that he can't afford, and he has no reserves. Gee, what could go wrong? A lot. I guess a lot has been going wrong. Uh, everything. So you were the former HUD commissioner. Where, where were the regulators in all this uh, as this was going on? Uh, absent. Uh, they didn't care. The uh, uh, you know, if you really think of it, uh, this you know, this this scheme, this grand scheme of of creating these uh, these loans that uh, had no foundation uh, in, in in normal lending principle, were made by lenders that would never ever make that loan if they had to hold on to it. It's like kids playing the old hot potato. Uh, last one with the hot potato gets burnt. So these lenders and mortgage brokers were making these loans and selling them off to Wall Street, who was then selling them off to investors and had bond rating companies uh, saying, ah, they're terrific. And, uh, you know, we certainly know that the mortgage brokers and the bankers knew that these were lousy loans. Uh, and how far that went into Wall Street, I don't know. But I think there's going to be a lot of lawsuits. Uh -huh. I mean, and this is what has led to the recent uh, takeover of Fannie and Freddie, is that they were the ones actually packaging these loans and guaranteeing them. Well, they were, they, were, they, were, they were doing the smaller loans. The larger loans were done uh, by um, – uh, they, they weren't doing what we call jumbo loans. But 
so it was an industry-wide. It wasn't just Freddie and Freddie. They certainly loosened up their guidelines and were buying loans uh, that uh, they should have not bought. And, and I, uh, you know, I find no excuse for them. Uh, everybody was doing what they knew uh, they shouldn't be doing. And, you know, when our president administration was bragging that, uh, you know, we've got uh, more homeowners than we've ever had. Um, and, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like the perfect storm of, uh, of uh, everybody's greed. So just, I'm going to talk a lot about the future here, but just to understand what happened here, could this have all been prevented then with more proper regulation? Um, it could have been. It could have happened. Uh, I don't know. You know, when you've got people that are in a position to get incredibly wealthy, there's usually a way around things. And everybody has always found a way around regulation. But, uh, you know, good banking principles and when you're making a loan are, are pretty simple. You know, they always have been. And when you deviated from those and so many people got rich, um, regulations, probably Freddie and Fannie uh, should have been the, the main ones that said, wait a minute, uh, we aren't going to buy this stuff. But it didn't happen. As you say, it was it was not only Freddie and Freddie which had certain limits, but the jumbo loans as well. Well, Wall Street, Wall Street bought these loans from uh, uh, these uh, from these lenders. And these were lenders that were almost created overnight. A lot of them were created by Wall Street. Yeah, boom! To suddenly, feed, they're a lender. Kind of to feed the monster in a certain way, right? Absolutely, Jordan. Yeah, and yeah. what's actually also the cycle that we're seeing, Jordan, is you know some of those companies were created by Wall Street to originate the loans. Now those companies have gone out of business, and now you're seeing new entities in Wall Street being created to go buy these uh, foreclosed properties and these uh, loans that are going bad at pennies on the dollar. If you look at, uh, well, I won't mention their name, but one of the top lending. Uh, institutions and brokers, brokerage houses out there just sold $30 billion worth of mortgage uh, notes for $6 billion, 20 cents on the dollar. And yeah. you know who they sold it to? An entity that was created by Wall Street that used to sell subprime loans. Hmm. There's a lot of kind of inner dealing. They're, they'll make money as, they, as it goes up and as it falls apart, they make money both directions, I guess. So. Well, Absolutely. somebody's going to always lose. Uh-huh. But the, the, the taxpayer is ultimately losing here because of what they're going to have to, uh, you know, Freddie and Fannie and Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns and all these casualties. Uncle Sam is picking up the difference here, right? Well, are they picking up some of the difference? Sure, but the uh, you've got uh, literally millions of people that have lost money. Yes. So uh, if this is a ball game, Jim, what inning are we in as far as the whole foreclosure mess? Is this the second inning or are we in the uh, ninth inning? No, probably about the fifth or sixth inning because you're going to – one of the things you're going to see is that uh, there's so many foreclosures. Um, the banks are just getting around now to being a little more realistic in terms of doing loan modifications, uh, uh, principal balance reductions on seconds that are completely – have no equity whatsoever. Uh, and the first uh, loans that are are underwater, ten or twenty percent, you're just starting to get some some realization that 
that these homeowners have very little reason to keep their house at high interest rates in a depreciating market on a property they're already 20 or 30 percent underwater on. What's going to happen is you're going to get more foreclosures, uh, and what will happen then is the, at some point the feds will come into these lenders and say, look, you're running out of reserves. You know, you're going to have a 3% reserve against every loan you make, and but if you get a bad loan, you get 125% reserve against that loss. Uh, is going to eat up their, their reserves. No reserves, no loans. So what the lenders are going to be forced to do is to dump on the market uh, an awful lot of, of uh, real estate owned, in other words, their properties that they foreclosed on, we call them REOs, uh, they're going to have to dump those on the marketplace. And then in order to sell them, they're going to have to have reduced prices, uh, which will further depress the market, which will then make more homeowners that are uh, sitting with uh, with uh, 20 and 30 and, uh, percent under market wonder, why am I here? And that's already happening to some extent now in certain areas, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, a, it's almost like a self-fulfilling cycle with the banks. It's the perfect storm. Complain about values going down. The actions they're taking are making values go down further. Well, that and the loans they made in the first place. Yes. Okay. We're actually going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my guests this hour are Jim Richmond, who's a former HUD commissioner, uh, now with uh, Richmond & Associates, and uh, Keith Kelly uh, with Modify My Loan, talking about how to modify your loan. We'll be back after this. talk about his money call us toll free 866-472-5790 and talk to the experts we talk money all the time voice america business technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business on cio talk radio we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do as well as its risks heard every wednesday at 9 a.m central 7 a.m pacific sunjo gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology to learn more about this show visit www.ciotalkradio.com keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. All we talk about is money. Call us toll-free, 866-472-5790, and talk to the experts. We talk money all the time. Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. 
Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour. My two guests are Jim Richmond uh, of Richmond Associates, a real estate and debt uh, business debt restructuring firm, and Keith Kelly of Modify My Loan. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just go to the basics here. We've described the situation and all the foreclosures that are happening and real estate values falling, and you say many more foreclosures uh, still to come. Let's just do a little basics on what a loan modification is. Why don't you explain the basics of that? Well, we get a client in, and we look at his case. Uh, and I must say to you, we can't, if we don't believe we can uh, fix the problem, we won't take the case. Uh, we, and and, uh, and the, the client certainly will have no expense at that point. But let's assume we take the case, and, and we're looking for a, a way to fix the problem. Uh, and so what we do is obviously we process the, the file so that we get all of the borrower's true underlying, true information, what their real state of affairs are uh, in terms of income and their expenses. And we do an analysis of that. Uh, and that may reveal that, um, gee, their expenses are, uh, you know, $8,000 and their income is 76. Uh, obviously, that can't continue. They have no reserves. Uh, so we're, we then need to go to the lender and do a proposal uh, to remedy the situation. And so what we do is we then analyze the property, the value of the property, uh, the market it's in, the rate of depreciation in that area, the foreclosure laws in that particular state, because they, by the way, there's a huge variety of laws and, and time it takes for a lender to actually go through the foreclosure process. So we analyze that. And we go to the lender and we say, Mr. Lender, if you foreclose on this property, you're going to lose $110,000 or obviously whatever number that is. Uh, we recommend a settlement of this. Um, and if we're talking to a second that happens to have no equity, we're saying your 50000 equity will be lost entirely. Uh, we recommend that you uh, you come down to a five or a $10,000 second at a, at a fair interest rate. Uh, we're going to the first and saying you're going to lose X number of money. And in lending, there's been an old rule. Uh, your first loss is generally your best loss. And when you've got a depreciating market um, and the property's already underwater, of course, you've got a very strong argument. And we say to them, we think it would be uh, behoovent on you and your best interest. And by the way, it's only the bank's best interest that they care about. So everything we do has to, to prove up to them that it's in their best interest to do what we're recommending. And we're recommending a, a dramatic, usually, uh, uh, decrease in the interest rate slash payment and taking the delinquencies and putting them on to the actually into the loan and re-amortizing it out or changing the loan dramatically uh, so that uh, you don't have a, a, um, a negative amortizing loan on a house that's underwater and, and the whole situation is just getting worse each month. So it's, it's quite a process that we go through. Uh, and we have to end up, though, always presenting to a lender what's in their best interest and absolutely, absolutely having the right information, proving up that the borrower, in fact, can make these payments. 
And why is this not something that uh, borrowers can do themselves? They can appeal to the bank and say, if you don't modify my loan, then I'm going to you know, walk, basically, on the property. Why can't they do that themselves? Well, there's about an 80% failure rate in that process for a, a homeowner. Uh, you know, for a homeowner to go up against a corporation uh, with, uh, you know, huge legal talents and people that, are, that do this for a living, uh, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's very poor planning. What happens is the lender doesn't tell the homeowner what their best circumstance could be. Uh, they tell them as little as possible and try and get them into what we call forbearance plans. Forbearance meaning, ah, we're going to increase your payment for X number of months until you catch up. Well, quite often a homeowner, when they're talking to their lender, frankly, say to the lender what the, they think the lender wants to hear. They're not very factual. And I got to tell you, it's shocking, but it's an absolute truism. When we give the homeowner a detailed income and expense statement to complete, they usually are shocked at at what the true uh, net is per month of their income and what their true net of their expenses are and then to review you know the oddball expenses that we all have and these people quite often have no reserves you know if you don't have re- cash reserves uh, trying to live paycheck to paycheck you're going to fail just a matter of when the brakes go out in the car, uh, when the child gets hurt, something goes wrong. So, uh, is, is that answer too optimistic? Those people are too optimistic. They they think they're in better financial shape than they actually are until they write it down. Uh, you got it. But and the lender will take that information over the phone without documentation. Quite often, well. You know, without documentation, uh, these people got into a loan they couldn't afford, and and quite often they end up negotiating a program they can't afford, and we end up taking that client on and renegotiating the terms of the uh, miserable uh, forbearance plan that they got. Uh, the lender will never tell them that there's a discount involved. Uh, you know, we we had a client that came in. Uh, we just got the client, and he said, "Wow." The second lender has come in, and they're reducing my interest rate from 13 to 9%. I'm going to save it was like four or $500. Isn't that wonderful? I said, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. You know, we should go after that lender for a reduction in the principal balance and maybe get that interest rate down, you know, to practically nothing. Because what are they going to do? Uh, their position has no equity. They can't even foreclose. So, so, in other words, because most homeowners are not really knowledgeable about this, what seems like a good deal from the, the bank is, in fact, not even close to a good deal, and you could get to a much better deal. Oh, absolutely. We, we get situations where clients come in, they said, well, you know, the lender said, uh, send us $5,000, and we'll, we'll, we'll then talk to you about a loan modification. They send the money in, and guess what? They don't talk. Mm-hmm. You know, all a lender has done is to try to get uh, as much money as possible out of that borrower uh, before they foreclose. And, you know, usually what happens is the, le- the, the lender is using their collection department, which quite often is on commission, uh, to try and get uh, the borrower to do what's not in their best interest. I mean, they don't care if you're, you're stealing from Aunt Hattie or robbing the Union gas station. 
they just want your money and whatever it can be. Yeah. So, um, okay, These are so, not the good guys. <laughs> I mean, there are okay. some lenders. I'll, you know, I'll give full credit to, to uh, you know, Litton and some of those servicers that are, are uh, a step above the norm. Yeah. Uh, now, lately, there's been a lot of political pressure on the banks to uh, relent and modify loans and keep people in their homes and stop foreclosures. Has, has that had any impact in the real world? Uh, no. Let's face it. Uh, what the politicians have come up with are plans that were hatched by the lenders themselves. And, and, you know, suddenly saying, ah, oh, FHA is going to make these wonderful loans out there, 97% to people that got poor credit, um, and they're suddenly going to be able to get an FHA loan. And, of course, the FHA loan has one little stipulation because it's, you know, it's really a loan made by a lender and FHA is behind it. Um, and what happens is that there's just this one little line in there. If the loan goes south, defaults within a year, that lender gets to buy it back. So that lender is saying, wait a minute, I think I've heard that song before. Uh-huh. Uh, so what they're doing is they're layering on more restrictive underwriting than than uh, FHA put on. So, you know, for a normal person to get a loan today, it is extraordinarily difficult. Now, there was a new bill passed, I guess, in the summer, which is supposed to uh, alleviate this problem and prevent all kinds of foreclosures. What is the effect of that law? So far, nothing. The uh, you know, and the the idea that a lender will take a discount and then your the lender is going to be your partner uh, in the uh, equity of the property over some future time. Um, you know, I immediately I think, uh, well, let's see here. Uh, it's five years later, and and the uh, uh, does the lender then have to do, agree to the term of the sale? In other words, the sale price. Uh, what, what happens if the homeowner decides to sell the price to sell it at a lower price to their cousin? Uh, will the Fed stop that? I mean, you start getting into uh, so much administrative um, uh, uh, overview that I don't think it's possible. I, I'd be amazed, really, if many lenders really get into this thing. Yeah, Jordan, we're already starting to, because we have the guidelines. It's, it's, the bill is called HR-3221, and I actually had a, an interview with Congressman Barney Frank. I think they did a, a, a very decent job of trying to get something out there. However, it's so restrictive in nature. They've got so much insurance. They're increasing the premiums with FHA, where it's going to be a 3% insurance for the first year and 1.5% insurance for a yearly basis. So that's literally, let's just say you got an interest rate at 6.5% from your lender. It's not really 65 It's really 8% because it's 1.5% that goes to FHA for insurance for the payment sake. So we're already pre-qualifying people. And even, even if it were to work, we've had people that were reducing $100,000 off their principal and their payment was actually going up. Um, there's restrictions on qualifications on it. So they, they came out, and right after they did pass it, they did give some stats that would probably help about 10% of all of the people that are, you know, should be qualifying for that program. I think it's even going to be less than that, Jordan. Yet, so, yet the publicity about it is that this is, the, this is going to turn around the housing market, and there will be many fewer foreclosures, and 
the banks agreed to this whole thing, and then this is a, the solution. But basically, that's kind of the, the public spin that was put on this. Well, Not I haven't gonna... noticed pricing going up on on homes. No. <laughs> yeah, not gonna not gonna happen, Jordan. And that's where the solution with with you know I'm I'm out there now, going to be nationwide, because I, Jordan, I don't know about you, and I've already asked Jim Richmond this. I don't see the media coming out giving solutions for these 8,000 people that are going to foreclosure every day. I don't see the administration or anybody within the government at all coming out and giving solutions. That bill does give some money for some counseling, but that's really just somebody holding a person's hand as their home is being taken away from them. What we're trying to do is give them the hope that if they do qualify, and that's what's great about Jim Richmond's underwriting department. They've got nine years, nine years experience of getting successful loan modifications come, uh, done. They've got uh, the ability to know every bank out there what they require with a loan modification. So when somebody calls our office, we can normally pre-qualify them for free, no, no cost at all, right over the phone to see if they would qualify for a loan modification. Then we send it to the underwriting department. If it doesn't qualify, if there's something that after we get all their documentation, they pay nothing. Uh, We've instituted a policy that we do collect a fee up front, and obviously we don't work for free. We've got a staff. We're literally paying our own. We we, we have to go to a break, Keith, actually. We'll be right back with more details about this. Uh, Again, this is Jordan Goodman of Money Answer Show, and my uh, guests this uh, hour are Jim Richmond of uh, Richmond Associates and Keith Kelly of Modify My Loan. We'll be back after this. talk about his money call us toll free 866-472-5790 and talk to the experts we talk money all the time voice america business jordan goodman has created the money answers network to put at his listeners fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research if you have a money question jordan goodman has a money answer to find out more go to www.moneyanswers.com the money answers network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance car buying and leasing college financing credit debt financial planning investing insurance legal services mortgages retirement planning wills and more only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Sell, buy, buy, sell. All we talk about is money. Talk to an expert. Call now. now. Toll free 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. 
Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour are Jim Richmond of Richmond Associates, a former HUD commissioner, uh, a real expert in the whole real estate market, and, and particularly helping people uh, modify their loans, and Keith Kelly of uh, ModifyMyLoan.com. Welcome back to the show. Um, let's talk exactly about how this works. We, we said before, when you, a client comes into you, uh, would, would call you, and, and by the way, Keith, why don't you just give them the uh, website and phone number that they could uh, call if they want to do that. Sure. Very easy. It's modifymyloan.com, modifymyloan.com, and the phone number is 1-800-MODIFY-ME, 1-800-MODIFY-ME, which on your phone it would be 663-4396. Okay. So they're going to call in saying, I'm, I'm worried about uh, losing my home. It, it's uh, underwater. I, I may be getting a foreclosure notice soon. Uh, what's the first step that you uh, take to, when somebody calls in like that? Sure. Very first question that we ask them is, uh, are you currently in foreclosure? And if they answer yes, we we try to find out exactly if there's a, a date set because that will give us a limited amount of time to either stop that foreclosure or start working with that lender right away. If they're just now getting late on their mortgage, Jordan, with the backlog throughout the country, they normally have some time to allow us to do our work properly and allow Jim Richmond's underwriting team to do all of their efforts properly at getting the personal loan modification. But if a customer calls in, uh, we ask them that first question after they give us that response, we start seeing exactly what their current situation is. Is there a hardship? Did something happen with a loss of job or was there an adjustable rate mortgage that, that literally doubled in payment? That's also a hardship. And we asked them about their current situation income-wise, all of their debts. We walk them through a asset uh, sheet and a expense and income sheet. And there's a there's a, a, a number at the end of that, Jordan, which I think is probably the biggest reason, and Jim, maybe you can reiterate to this also, it's one of the biggest reasons why even if a customer goes to their lender or a modification company that doesn't know what they're doing, the number is called a discretionary income number. And it's what's left over after all net income, after your taxes and, and, and insurance that you pay on your coming out of your, your pay stub. And all of your bills. And that, that fine line, the lenders, if you make too much money, they're going to say no. If you don't make enough money, they're going to say no. And that's where the expertise of Jim Richmond's ex, uh, experience comes into play. The lender must see that range being a certain number. And if it's not there, they won't do anything. If it is there, then Jim Richmond and their underwriters can properly you know, get that lender to uh, provide a loan modification. So you're saying even before you approach the lender, you know that the lender's going to um, agree to it because you're, you're meeting the guidelines they're looking for. That's correct. As long as all of their material that they provide to us, because we do get documentation to prove their income currently and their bank statements, what's coming in and out over the last three months, and then, of course, we have our underwriters review all of that. And as long as that matches with what the consumer is giving us, it's completely different than getting a mortgage. You know, in my 22 years of mortgage banking, I know exactly how to take a loan, which is probably one of the faults with a lot of mortgage bankers getting into the loan mod business. It's not the same beast at any, by any means. Um, and there's a lot of failures. And, and unfortunately, you know, people are losing their homes because of those failures. 
I'd like right. to... Which, which is avoidable. I mean, if, if they did it right, they would not have to lose their homes, is what you're saying. Absolutely. That's correct. I'd like to yeah. point out one thing that, that is really remarkable, and that is there's not a single lender out there not one that publicizes what their underwriting guidelines are for loan modification. None. You know what you know what they are, then. Well, yes, we we've learned over a period of time, but uh, it takes a lot of time to learn these things. You don't learn this in six months. Uh, you know, it's 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 just impossible. So there's no way the average consumer would know these things. You're saying <clears throat> now, no possibility whatsoever. No startup company is going to know it. Mm-hmm. So does you you okay? So you see the numbers from the person who's called in, and you say, okay, you meet the criteria. Your discretionary income is within that range. It's not too high. It's not too low. We think your bank is going to go for this. Then what? What? So this is a good person. You think you're really going to be able to help? What's the next step at that point? Well, we uh, accept their application. There is a fee that they do pay up front, Jordan. Uh, we allow the underwriters to review the file and. Make sure that all of the information is correct with the the homeowner. If they do uh, accept the file, um, then the uh, mitigation starts with Jim Jim Richmond's office. If for some reason they find something wrong with the application, 100%. We don't charge any fees. 100% of their money is, is provided back to the consumer. As I mentioned earlier, even if Jim Richmond's office gets all the way to the end, and for some reason, they can't they can't find a workout, or maybe something wasn't disclosed, um, or something came up new, and they just can't get the the modification done. We provide a hundred percent money back guarantee to the consumer. We we there are so many bad companies out there, Jordan. We're trying to be that one where the consumers feel yes, I can actually trust this company. The job is going to get done, and my house is going to be saved. And what is that upfront fee uh, if they if everything is going well and that you're going to be able to help them? We have a flat fee, Jordan. It's thirty five hundred dollars uh, during the entire process of the loan mitigation. The consumer will not be making a mortgage payment at all. Um, and then at the end, the lender will decide, you know, if some of those need to be paid back, if some get added back onto the loan, if some of them are wiped out entirely. You know, Jim Richmond's underwriting team is, is phenomenal at, at trying to get the, the homeowner to maybe get a little bit of a buffer uh, out of this at the very end if they can. doesn't always uh, work. Uh, but we tell the consumer during the whole process, they are not making a mortgage payment, but do not spend that money. Don't just go off and go on a vacation. Don't start paying off your other debt. Keep it there in case it's needed to work the loan modification out properly. Yeah, and to have a reserve at the end. Absolutely. I mean, it does little good to get somebody a loan modification, uh, and the lender says, ah, oh, he's got $5,000 saved up. We want it. Uh, and you leave the borrower uh, with payments he may be able to afford, but no ability to put money aside or to have cash in the bank for emergencies. Okay, so they've got to this press. They've paid their 3500 fee. Everything's going well here. Uh, they've filled out the form. You're verifying their information. You're looking at their tax returns or pay stubs or something as well. Is that correct? Yeah, it's, as we call it, it's like doing a fully documented loan, uh, only we don't use what's the standard 1003 form. Uh, we go into a much more detailed form, uh, uh, which is a, an income and expense analysis. Because, you know, we're really, if you think about it, we're really financial consultants uh, so that when we look at a, a client's uh, income and expense, we may go to them and, and, in fact, always will give them a lot of advice and suggestions on how to rearrange their overall
overall financial condition. There's a lot of errors out there that people are aware of, and, and sometimes they even know it, but they need to hear it from a third party to, to, to make it okay. You know, whether it's uh, car payments or uh, the, the motorhome they can't afford, the boat they can't afford, uh, you know, so you uh, help them restructure their whole finances before you. Well, uh, yeah, you know. yeah, you know, we really we're really taking a payment for for uh, doing an analysis of their income and expenses and going back to them and saying, "Gee, um, you know, have you considered? Uh, why don't you do this, do that, and restructure their their literally their usually their whole financial condition, and then they the the uh, then it's really than a separate fee to go to the lender to negotiate. Uh, but it's all part of it, but uh, in technically, we, we literally have two different contracts for that. Uh, so 3500 is complete for the whole process, is what you're saying? That's correct. Yeah. All right. So we've now got them where you've verified all their numbers. You think it's a good candidate. You're going to the, the lender with it. Um, the, the homeowner agrees this is a good thing to do. Uh, so you have contacts with all these lenders that you've developed over the years uh, to explain what the situation is, and, and they're receptive to your calls. Is that the way it works next? Uh, well, actually, they usually – well, it's, it's kind of interesting. There are some lenders that are delighted we are involved because they, they know, one, that the information we have is going to be correct, that the borrower can uh, afford uh, the proposition of, of the interest rates and payments that we're suggesting, uh, that, it'll, uh, you know, that will work. Uh, there are some lenders that are just mad in hell that we're involved because they can't BS the client. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but in any case, you have the legal right to represent this person at this point. Absolutely. And so the, does the lender have to deal with you even if they don't want to? Uh, they don't have any choice. They don't want any more properties, Jordan. Uh-huh. So they would rather deal with you than foreclose on the property, basically. Uh, well, yes. Okay. Very good. All right, we're going to go to a break, actually, and then come right back. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my guests this hour are Keith Kelly of ModifyMyLoan.com and Jim Richmond of Richmond Associates, uh, telling us how to modify loans in the environment we have with so many foreclosed homes out there. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, 401ks, investments, refinancing. We can help you. Call now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Achieve total wealth management. Listen to Three-Dimensional Wealth with Rory Diefendorf every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, right here on Voice America Business. Three-Dimensional Wealth is a show dedicated to teaching you a value-based approach to comprehensive wealth management through practical strategies and expert advice. 
Take your first step down the road to financial independence. Listen to Three-Dimensional Wealth with Rory Diefendorf, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Money, money, up-to-date business and financial news. Money, money, call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour are Keith Kelly of ModifyMyLoan.com and Jim Richmond of Richmond Associates, an expert in helping people avoid foreclosures. Welcome back to the show, both of you. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. so we're in the process now where we're, uh, you, you've got all your numbers, you've uh, contacted the bank, and whether they like to deal with you or not, uh, they're going to deal with you. Um, so what, tell me a little bit about the negotiation process that happens at that point. Oh, it's fascinating. The uh, and 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 part of it is incredibly frustrating for the homeowner. Uh, quite often, uh, when we first get a file in, the first thing we do is send an authorization to represent to the lender. Many of these lenders literally take five weeks before we are assigned a negotiator. Five weeks. Kind of like the astronauts going to the other side of the moon, and they don't show up. Uh, everybody gets pretty worried. And if you're losing your house and you're scared to death, that's a pretty scary time. So we want to make sure that, you know, in our in our introductions and in our welcome call and our letters to the, the client that they understand this process is one that takes some time and is incredibly frustrating. Now we get to the, the negotiator. That's good news. So because, you know, if we got a pending sale date, we can quite often get that sale postponed. However, that negotiator may literally have 400 cases on his desk. Well, and when and our staff, that's why it took five weeks to get there. It, 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 well, no, that just around. took five weeks to get assigned to somebody. I mean, now it's going to five now, weeks. Now, now, now it could take a month or two for the file to actually get processed. Wow. And again, the client is going crazy. Every woman in this situation pretty much sees themselves on the couch. She's got kids. The kids are on the couch, and the couch is out in the street. Mm-hmm. So there's a, and you know, and quite often the, the husband and wife are blaming one another. Seems like a lot of what we do is uh, marriage counseling, um, and making people feel that, ah, you know, they didn't, you know, they aren't entirely blamed for this, uh, this set of circumstances. But, right. so, um, so now they have to wait another month, you're saying, for, for the or, negotiation. Or, or two. And then we get a negotiator and we finally get, and they say, ah, yes, uh, however, I don't think we can do this. Um, and then we have to go to the supervisor. Supervisor always has more ability to do further uh, uh, types of modification that is, than is available to the, the first line. So and sometimes we go to their boss. Uh, we always end up with something. I mean, it, it's, you know, we, we fight. Uh, we have a, a head underwriter. Her name is Alicia. And I love when she talks to a lender and they come back with something she doesn't prove of. She says, that's not acceptable. And, <laughs> and it isn't. And, and so we fight. 
And that's part of the negotiating process because we say, look, you know, you're telling the homeowner they got a problem, and we're saying to you, no, the homeowner doesn't have a problem. You're the one that has a problem. You're the one that make the loan. You're the one that has a a, a, a mortgage on a property that's depreciating. You're the one that's going to lose big time. So typically, what kind of uh, terms are you asking for, and what kind of terms do you get after that negotiation is completed? <laughs> well, I I don't know if I want to be uh, entirely upfront with that in case of lenders uh, listening, uh, but um, uh, let's say that we're we're asking for terms that are are stretching credibility a bit in some cases, uh, and and that's part of the negotiating process. If you're going to a uh, a second uh, lender that has no equity, and you're saying we reduce your hundred thousand note down to five, uh, we may end up with fifteen or twenty thousand. Uh, so I'm just trying to say, what what should the homeowner who's starting the whole process expect reasonably? Uh, the bottom line to be on, you know, is it going? They're going to cut the amount of um, amount yeah, of well, loan the, in the interest yeah, rate. The, or what, what are yeah, they going to be doing? Yeah, great question, difficult one to answer because there's nothing in this industry that stays the same. In other words, what a lender wouldn't do a month ago, they'll do now, and vice versa. And and if we are dealing with servicing companies, uh, you know, you get into an odd situation. You may have you start out with one lender, uh, they sell in the process to another lender, and it's still the same servicing company, but the underwriting guidelines have changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's enough to drive everybody nuts. So ultimately, uh, so, it's the person, the, the institution that owns the loan that can agree to the final negotiations. It's not the servicer, really. Uh, in in most cases, there there are some services that contract is so broad that they're allowed to do anything that they deem makes sense and is in the you know they call them really the investors' best interest. Uh, we love doing business with those companies, and then there are some companies that are pure stupid. Uh-huh. So, um, so of, uh, this is just a round number here, but of the negotiations that you enter, how many or what percentage are, in your mind, successful? Now, you get about, a deal about 95%. That's a rough number, um, and, and it probably is that high only because we don't take on a lot of cases. In other words, if if we're not uh, comfortable going in that the, that the client has a fixable situation, uh, we just won't take the case. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's kind of a false number in that sense because uh, if we took out all the cases, of course, the, that percentage would be a lot lower. So let's put it the other way. Then. Of the cases that come to you, what percentage of them do you take on? Oh, probably... Um, Probably a little, about 90. Uh, there's about 10% that fall out. Oh, that's still very high, though. Well, yeah. Yeah, but it, um, it, it is what it is. Uh-huh. You know, okay. and, 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 you know and, and it's not a very consistent number, and it, and it also has a lot to do with different areas of the country. Some areas of the country uh, are in just terror. You know, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, uh, just a terrible market, terrible economic conditions there. Uh, you know, we look at, at those people uh, very carefully. Mm-hmm. So is your sense that the lenders now are becoming more willing to negotiate because they don't want to take on more real estate in their property, or are they becoming tougher? No, they're, they're coming better. You know, there's a few out there that, you know, we'd like to strangle. 
but uh, for the most part, uh, the underwriting guidelines uh, are loosening up uh, simply because they, they really can't afford to take these properties back. So it really gets down to uh, what's the best deal we can, we can convince the lender uh, to, uh, to offer. I guess one question people would have is during that process, which sounds like it last, you know, two or three or four months, but by the time, from the time when people call you in the first place to when they ultimately get a settlement and something, people have to be able to survive those three or four months to be able to get to the end. Is, is that correct? Well, it's emotional survival. <laughs> Their finances should be improving. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, it, you know I, I, let me enter. It's really an odd circumstance. Is that in in some states uh, where it takes a very long time to go through the foreclosure process, the the process itself can be extraordinarily helpful to the homeowner. Because why? Well, um, they're not making their payments. They're saving money. The process is taking a long time, and in the end, they're going to have a better rate. Well, duh. And that's a, that's a ray of hope, Jordan, that we're trying to give them. Plus, we, you know, they can call us anytime. They can call our office day, weekends. Um, we are going to answer the calls. A lot of companies out there, unfortunately, are taking people's money, not pre-screening them, not even pre-qualifying them, just slapping them against the wall, throwing them to these mortgage companies, and never returning the phone calls from the consumer saying, what's the status? What's going on? Uh, and that's where we're different, Jordan. And, and I point out one other thing that, that we have a website, uh, where the homeowner can actually tap into, uh, put in a code and they'll actually then see what's going on with their file. Where the process is at. We have about a minute to go. Uh, Keith, I just want them to get the phone number and website uh, one more time. The, the website is modifymyloan.com. That's modifymyloan.com. And the phone number is one. 800-MODIFY-ME, 1-800-663-4396. We ask all your listeners to help us join, uh, join us in this crusade. If you know anybody that's been uh, starting to get behind on their mortgage, please have them go to our website or give us a call. Well, thank you, both of us. It's really been a fascinating uh, discussion. There's a lot of foreclosures going out there. Probably a lot of people didn't know there was help available uh, that can prevent uh, all the, the trauma that's going on. And banks are willing to negotiate in a way that uh, probably a lot of people were not uh, familiar with. Again, this has been Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. And my uh, guests this hour have been Jim Richman of Richmond and Associates and Keith Kelly of uh, ModifyMyLoan.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back again next week. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.